Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Hello, and thanks very much for having me on. No, lovely to talk to you, Sheila. So, d- despite us hearing about how prices across the board have increased, it turns out that alcohol prices are actually still quite affordable. Yes, so th- um, there is a difference between whether you're talking about alcohol being bought in, you know, in pubs, bars, restaurants, you know, in, in the on trade, and whether you're talking about alcohol being bought in shops and supermarkets. And really, it's in the shops and the off licenses and supermarkets in particular that we really see just how cheap alcohol actually is. So this report actually looks at alcohol prices over the last 20 years, and essentially, the price that you can buy alcohol in a shop for is pretty much the same as it was 20 years ago. Um, and then when you take into account, obviously, you know, people's standard of living and disposable income or whatever, how that has changed uh, in the 20 years, it actually works out that it's now 70, nearly 70% more affordable now than it was two decades uh, ago. And yeah. the reason that this is a concern is that we know that the price of alcohol is a key driver in the level of use of alcohol in, in, in this country, indeed uh, in any country. And one of the ways in which, you know, we can address the level of alcohol harm in Ireland is to, you know, keep keep an eye on, on price of alcohol. And the government can step in and they can act to increase those prices through the use of, for example, um, excise duties. Now, when we actually look at excise duties, they haven't been changed in over a decade. So what we're saying is that, you know, the Minister for Finance really needs to look at this and increase them now in line with, with inflation. And if that happens, what impact is it likely to have? Well, we know from other countries that when you increase the price of alcohol, you reduce the overall level of consumption. And again, going back to what are we experiencing here in, in Ireland, we know for example, that there are 1,500 hospital beds in use every single day because of alcohol issues. We know that actually four people die every day from, from alcohol, but we also know, you know, and you can just imagine the devastation of that that is for families right across the, the, the country. We also know that there's, you know, quite severe pressure on our, our hospital services, on our emergency services, and on, on the Gardaí around alcohol. And one of the ways in which we can reduce that is by, as I say, reducing the overall level of alcohol use in, in the country. Because there will be people say, well, if you increase the prices of it, if people are dependent on it, they'll sacrifice something else and they'll still go buy the alcohol. And I mean, I'm sure that has been said to you before. Yeah, and I do understand where people are coming from, but we, we are talking about you know across the whole of the population. What I would say in relation to people with dependency, and I absolutely appreciate that you know uh, that, that this is a is a very serious problem. What's needed there is um, timely intervention through treatment, you know, and through you know people being able to seek treatment and be able to get treatment when they would actually look for it. But you know, the, the problems around alcohol are much much larger than simply those in relation to that, yeah. that, that cohort who would have a severe dependency problem. Uh, you know, a lot of the harm from alcohol actually arises from, you know, just the, the, the large bulk of the population, nearly 50% of the population, who would, for example, binge drink on a regular basis. That, what I mean by binge drinking is taking large amounts of alcohol at a particular time, so more than six standard drinks on, on one particular occasion. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of drinking that 
is, is really does build up health problems, both for the individual, but also those wider you know, societal problems that, that I was talking about. I mean, the stats you've just given me there about hospital beds, I have, I'm going to read them out again. 1,500 hospital beds in use every day due to alcohol-related illness. Can you imagine if that was even reduced by 10, 20%, the impact it would have on the actual hospital service, trolley numbers and everything? Oh, I mean, every time I hear that the trolley number's been given out, you know, and I think to myself, gosh, you know, just look at the pressure that could be relieved, you know, if we were able to, you know, bring this back out, even a small, but as you would say, even 10, 15% would make a difference. And that's where these, you know, broad population measure, population measures actually really can work. I mean, we know that they work because we can look to other countries who, who have done it. So I'll just give you an example. Norway uh, would have had, uh, you know, quite a serious problem with, with alcohol some years back ago. And really a few decades ago, they decided to really tackle this um, very comprehensively. So they put in controls around pricing and they have a complete ban on the marketing of, of alcohol and they also have controls around the availability. So that's, you know, quite, quite strict hours about when, when you can buy alcohol and you know, where you can buy it. And they actually drink about a third less than we do uh, per head of population. So, you know, it's it's something, sometimes we're faced with, you know, very difficult things and very difficult problems. We don't know how to tackle them uh, or they're very expensive to tackle. Actually, when it comes to alcohol, we do know how to tackle them. They're not expensive problems really to 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 address because you, you know they they're, they're these broad population measure things like bans and advertising, yeah. like increases in pricing, and they really do work and they overall save right. uh, you know save lives save money and really save families is, is what I would be saying. Yeah, and when you compare what you've just told us there about the 1,500 hospital beds in use every day for alcohol-rated illness, you convert that into financial terms and you have done it for us. Uh, in reality, alcohol costs Ireland at least 3.7 billion euro annually, while the alcohol duties are only raising around 1.2 billion annually. I mean, you haven't pulled those figures out of the, from the top of your head. Oh, you, no, no. Yeah. That, that, that's, they, they, are, they are the facts. And in fact, actually, even that, you know, cost is probably an underestimate because it doesn't fully take into account the harm to others and what, what is experienced by, you know, the, the impact you know, there. So that's cost in terms of, you know, uh, justice costs, in terms of health costs, in terms of you know, social costs, you know, that, that, that are there. But actually, there, there's even more cost than that. That's conservative. Um, And, you know, the industry is always very keen to kind of say, gosh, uh, oh, our excess duties are the highest in Europe. Well, it is true that they are high, but they're not really very high when you take into account you know, the, the level right. of um, harms that are there. I have to wrap it, Sheila. Just a comment, if you can give me a comment. Mick has sent in the question. She's saying, are you saying that alcohol should only be available to the well-off? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we have to look at, as a society, at how we actually pay for the the harms that are that are caused, you know, by alcohol. And right now, you know, the whole of society, including people who don't drink, are actually picking up the tab, a very very large tab that that that's there. And I think it's you know it's worth the the department, the Department of Finance, you know, to be looking with the Department of Health and saying what could we do to try and reduce that that level of harm. Thank you for talking to us, Sheila. I will podcast this interview shortly afterwards. Have you got a website that people can tap into, please? Yes, alcoholireland.ie. Good to talk to you. Thank you for taking our call this morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning. That was the CEO of Alcohol Ireland there, Sheila Gilheady. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.